blood of Jesus, God's Son, purifies us from all sin. Amen. For our Good Friday Tenebrae meditation, we want to begin by thinking just a little bit of the seven words that our Savior spoke there on the cross. And let's just begin looking at those words. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Those words, we often think of them and say, here Jesus is speaking for those soldiers' sake, the ones who were pounding the nails into his hands and feet, but, but actually he's speaking those words for us as well. Sometimes we do know what we're doing and we still sin, but there are so many times when we just don't know what we're doing. And isn't it wonderful that our Savior just simply wants to forgive us even when by our actions we'd be pounding nails into his hands and feet. The second word, I tell you the truth, today you will be with me in paradise. Oh, those words for that thief who was crucified with Jesus, words of pure grace, just amazing, wonderful words. And those words which he spoke to him, that man who said, boy, I sure don't deserve this. They also apply to you and to me. I don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. But Jesus wants us in paradise with him forever. The third word, Dear woman, here is your son. To the disciple, here is your mother. Oh, at a time like this, we are reminded by Jesus' strong love and care and concern for his mother and, and how important it is also that we in our lives would show love and care and concern for those who are, who are troubled right now. As Jesus shows his care and concern for his mother, so he shows that amazing care and concern for us, living and dying for us, paying for our sins. And the fourth word, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? As we heard in our Good Friday service, here Jesus' tone changes. Instead of calling him Father, he says, my God. And he says that because here, in such a state of distress, enduring the wrath of God, knowing that that relationship between him and God suspended, done, so that Jesus could pay for our sins. Something that was so hard for Jesus to grasp at this time, but he was grasping it. He was being forsaken by God to pay for our sins. The fifth word, I thirst, almost seems like inconsequential words, but here this had to be said to fulfill scripture. In Psalm 22, Jesus prophetically had said, my strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. And in Psalm 69, they gave me vinegar for my thirst, 
Jesus had to fulfill every little detail just to make sure he accomplished everything to be our Savior. And the sixth word, it is finished. Such wonderful words, such wonderful words because here he's saying, I've done the job, I've paid for sins, I've won salvation, it is finished. And then the final word, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And now, notice that again, he goes back to Father. It's not my God, it's Father. That relationship between Jesus and his Father restored again. And because that re relationship is restored, our relationship with God is restored too. And we can look forward to, to heaven. Our tenebrae meditation now. Tenebrae means darkness. The seven candles, they represent the seven words or statements of Jesus spoken at the cross. The candles are read to remind us that God's holy, that Christ's holy precious blood was shed for us on the cross. After each scripture reading, as we prepare to sing a hymn based on the statement of Christ we just heard, a candle will be extinguished. In the enclosing darkness, it reminds us of the darkness of death that came to our Savior so that we might be delivered from the darkness of sin and everlasting death. The first word. Two other criminal, two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the skull, there they crucified him, along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. Thank you. 
criminals who hung there hurled insults at him, Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him, Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence? We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, I tell you the truth, today you will be with me in paradise. Darkness came over all the land. 
About the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me?
Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. Jesus, but secretly, 
because he feared the Jews. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body. Pilate was surprised to hear that he was already dead. Summoning the centurion, he asked him if Jesus had already died. When he learned from the centurion that it was so, he gave the body to Joseph. So Joseph took the body. He was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who earlier had visited Jesus at night. Nicodemus brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds. Taking Jesus' body, the two of them wrapped it with the spices in strips of linen. This was in accordance with Jewish burial customs. At the place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden. And in the garden, Joseph's own new tomb that he had cut out of the rock, in which no one had ever been laid. Because it was the Jewish day of preparation, and since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there and rolled a stone against the entrance of the tomb. The woman who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb and how his body was laid in it. Then they went home and prepared spices and perfumes, but they rested on the Sabbath in obedience to the commandment. The next day, the one after preparation day, the chief priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate. Sir, they said, we remember that while he was alive, that imposter said, after three days I will rise again. So give the order for the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may come and steal the body and tell the people that he has been raised from the dead. This last deception will be worse than the first. Take a guard, Pilate answered. Go make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they went and made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting the guard. strife is o'er, the battle done. Now is the victor's triumph won. Now be the song of praise begun. Alleluia. Let's pray. We thank you, dear Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have graciously kept us this day. Forgive us all our sins and graciously keep us this night. Into your hands we commend our body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with us 
that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look on you with favor and give you his peace. Amen. And we'll close with hymn number 588. That's Abide With Me. We'll sing the first and the last three verses. Bless and keep you.